This is The M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde. I'm Nick Hyde. And welcome to The M Word podcast, the podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours. We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort. Well, hello and welcome to episode 28 of the M Word podcast. Episode 28. We're always it, pleased every time we reach a new episode, aren't we? We yeah, always sound excited. It's it like, always feels like a mini milestone. I know. Here doesn't we are. It? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight episodes. Who knew there was so much to say? Or maybe <laughs> we're starting to say the same things. And actually, yeah, today we won't be saying the same things, will we? No, definitely not. We've had a few. I mean, obviously, we've had two episodes of the um, interview with your parents. That yes. I think has been really, really good. Yeah. Um, quite different in a way because it wasn't really us talking. Uh, no. Much better, probably. <laughs> Well, there's virtually none of you, Nick. So, I mean, if that's know, your observation, that, that it was much better. Well, honestly, you know. <laughs> I said it's going to be our, our highest listening figures ever. I think we might even get to double figures for them. Um, <laughs> yes. And then, of course, we're in this we're in this wacky world of well, COVID-19. So much has changed, hasn't it? I, I'm sure other people must have this same feeling and experience. But yeah. I just feel as though since that last episode went out, just our, our world has been turned on its head utterly and completely yeah um, and everyone's got that slightly unshifting sense of uncertainty about yeah about what and when and how long and all that kind of stuff and maybe you're listening to this episode in a few months time and it's not now because you've just discovered the podcast welcome and you're <laughs> catching up and you're thinking yeah that was it bonkers yeah it, i mean it is it is odd and i i spoke to quite a few people and there's this sort of sense of you feel like you're in a movie, like it's not really happening to you. And I think yeah. obviously over all of last week, every day there seemed to be a new kind of increase in in response to the COVID-19 crisis. And I think it was on Tuesday, I had to go into town to pay a check-in. And I remember thinking this is really weird because the sun was shining and the daffodils were out because spring is on its way and everything looked normal. But it wasn't. You know, it's kind of like that, yeah. you know, slightly eerie feeling. Um, but we're having to adapt, aren't we, to this new normal, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess partly our response today, um, and I'm sure we'll be pursuing this further as weeks go by, um, we've called today's episode Staying Close in a Time of Social Distancing. Obviously, if you're living in the same house, you're not social distancing from each other unless one of you has coronavirus. But we're obviously isolated together and we're having to social distance from other people so there's yeah. an intensity yeah. of time together and so we thought it would be a good thing to talk about because um yeah it brings different sort of challenges and as well as you know being an opportunity to actually really grow together mm. so you know yeah so uh, ours, the sort of I, we've piled straight in really to the catch-up of the last two weeks, this has really been sort of what it's all about, hasn't it? Yes. Um, in some respects. I mean, it does, It, like you said, it does feel that two weeks ago, almost like we were living in a different culture. Yeah. Because um, last weekend, we had a really nice weekend away, actually for your parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Went to Aldborough on the uh, Suffolk coast, and it was it was lovely. Oh, it was amazing. And then within amazing. days of that, it's kind of, right, everyone over 70 has to be kept apart for 14 weeks, maybe up to a year. It just... Yeah. Well, I I am um, hugged, you know, my mum and dad goodbye on on Sunday, and um, you know we're quite a t- tactile huggy kind of family, and my dad has always done, you know, great hugs, always given me proper great, dad hugs. Yeah, really big, you know, lovely hugs, and I was actually felt really sad at the thought of not hugging him for a very long mm. time. 
We we wave at them now. We've gone to their house, but not in the house. But we, but my yeah, my dad because as you'll for those of you who've listened know he's got lots of health issues. Um, I think he'll be one of the people that gets one of these NHS letters that's coming out Mm. to the 1.5 million of vulnerables. Stay away. So yeah, and and obviously my role in school um, means that the last week has just been the most bizarre week of my um, teaching career. Yeah, um, with just. The announcement, right, school's going to shut and there'll be no exams, which just, uh, the school shutting didn't shock everyone, but to announce there's no exams, but we don't know what the solution is, I was thinking, hmm, Boris, you could have potentially waited a week or so for that. But anyway. It was a bit irresponsible. I think that was the point. It's not It's opinion. not saying that, that, we're not saying it's the wrong decision at all, because they've got to make the best choice of the country. But I think if you're going to just throw that out, our daughter, who's doing her A-levels this year, was really upset about it, because mm. she's worked really hard and she... Well, she's felt cheated of an end of school career, if you like. Her yeah, school she's finished forever. And socially as well. And she's suddenly thinking, oh, I'm not going to see my school friends. Uh, you know, so it's just and massively to do for five months sideswiped or and derailed. So, so there we go. Yes, yeah, so it's been... But one thing we have done on a positive note, because I think it's trying to get that balance. You want to stay informed and there's some serious stuff going on. And... Um, you know, actually, some people perhaps aren't taking this as seriously as they should do. The flip side is, is looking for the positive stuff. And we've actually been for a couple of runs this weekend. And it was a bit nippy today. <laughs> um, it's Sunday when we're recording this. But um, on Saturday um, and Sunday, it was bright and the weather was nice. And we went and went to some local kind of parks that are more sort of um, country parks, if you like, and... Um, and it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, until um, you got chased by that dog. Yeah, that was a low point. That was one of those. I, I let's just make this clear, okay? I was, t- I was talking to my mum about it as well. I said, I do, I do actually. I like a lot of dogs. My sister's got a lovely little dog, very nice. It's just ones that look like they've got rabies that are slathering and running towards and you, running barking and barking across the field, and look like you're going to take a chunk out of your leg. It really upset me. I was and not snapping at your ankles. And there then, we go. and then the owner blessed them. <laughs> Sorry, I was frustrating because you know when you're not a dog owner you don't know what the dog's like and you want the owner to kind of quickly get the dog and they were just sauntering along as if you know as if they had no care in the world but you know I don't think they did no so there we go that was that was a slightly low point at the run but I'm still glad we went and we have to mention Mother's Day briefly because it's Mother's Day you're a mother Uh, yes indeed yes and that again for everybody listening if you're a mum or if you've you know um, if you've got you know visiting mums and that kind of stuff of course that's all had to change as well Um, we can't we have to social distance. So, yeah. and we, I mean, we could go on and on, couldn't we? We could talk about yeah. panic buying. That delivery man that said he's had to deliver a whole load of freezers. Oh, I know. Whether I know. It's like the next level of panic buying. Well, I'm going to need a trunk freezer because I want to buy a lot of toilet roll. It's, <laughs> it's just bonkers, <laughs> isn't it? And I mean, it, there are funny things. There's been lots of funny stuff on social media about toilet rolls and, you know, yeah. and all the rest of it. But it is just ridiculous. And I don't, I mean, almost moving into what's in the news, I don't know whether how many of you saw the, the little video of the NHS worker and I know I'm quite soppy but it made it brought tears it moved me it brought tears to my eyes the NHS worker who did that little just that you know pleading with people to just stop doing this and she was saying wasn't I just wanted to get some stuff for the next 48 hours and I'll you know I'm the one who's going to be looking after you at your lowest point how am I supposed to stay healthy yeah and you're right that does move us on to what's in the news I mean what's in the news is simply COVID-19 but interesting things kind of relating to the podcast Um, what was the the sat now Church of England doing weddings but only five people can be there and that includes the couple and the vicar 
That's got to be, well, it's they're basically saying you have to have the minimum number of people required. So, yes, the couple, the, the vicar or priest and two witnesses, and that's it. Mm. Um, and I, I read about one couple who they were due to get married on the 29th of March, which is next weekend, isn't it? Okay. Um, but um, they are postponing it to July and hoping that things will be okay by then. Um, but, I mean, that's a big deal. And actually, you know, a, a wedding is such a you know, a special, a special time where you want your friends and family to join in with you. Well, and it's it, significant. You kind of want a public celebration of those vows reflecting yeah. the forever conversation yeah. we always talk about. Yeah. And it, it it makes it not like that. In a way, I guess it makes it like a registry office, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that the um, expectations for registry office? Couple of witnesses and that's it? Well, I think, well, I mean, well, the point is, with a, well, no, not necessarily with a registry office or a civil partnership are you thinking of? No, I'm thinking of getting married well, in a registry office. office. It's just people that choose to have a, a marriage in a, in a registry office. Yeah, as but you can to just have yeah, a couple of witnesses you and can. off you go. Yeah, but people do still, I think, have it, have it as a proper church kind of equivalent. So. Yes. But I, I don't know whether any, any of you listening are in that stage of you know, engaged, getting married at some point or other and whether or not you've had to change your plans, do um, email us if that's you yeah. at um, the M word podcast at gmail.com um, and we'd love to hear from you. But a really interesting and challenging one, I think. You know, you're looking forward to this big day and it's been, you know, again, you're having to, to adjust, which is it's what life's gone. about. It's about adjusting, isn't it? So, um, mm. but yes, so that's, there's been so much in the news, obviously. It feels yeah. as though very little else gets any... We could turn any, this into a news programme. So. But, um, but uh, I will, the other bit I'm just going to mention, actually, obviously, um, for regular, lis- regular listeners, you'll know that I'm the coordinator of the UK National Marriage Week, uh, yes. which is the 11th to the 17th of May. And it is still going ahead because... It's a campaign that you can join with at home if you want to. So Absolutely. you don't have to, um, you know, think, oh, well, it's not happening. And I know lots of communities put on events and that can't be the same. But we will still be going on with that. Um, yeah, if anything, it's giving a, a new level of, of kind of, OK, we've got the, the thoughts you had already and we've had already. But also there's kind of how else are we going to look at the context of marriage and marriage week and relationships um, and relationships and stuff um if if everyone is in lockdown and that's partly been our inspiration for for sort of today hasn't it and just before we launch into that stuff i'm just going to remind you as you're listening um that the theme for national marriage week is the forever conversation yes and that uh, do go to the website um and have a look at our resources remind me michaela the forever conversation what is such a thing <laughs> the forever conversation is it a conversation that goes on forever <laughs> it's for um actually it's for if you're married the forever conversation for marriage week is about asking one another how do we keep this relationship lasting forever how do Mm -hmm. we make it keep going which is something we're doing right now with the coronavirus going on lots more questions maybe if you're not married then it's that point of saying well what does the future look like what what are our choices what are we what are we saying about us um and almost encouraging couples not to allow relationships to to potentially drift on with ambiguity Mm. and to make a a definite decision about what the future looks like, okay. which may lead to marriage 
um, along the lines Excellent. as well. Excellent. Thank so, you for there we that. Go. Continuing. So have a look online. There's stuff for everybody um, yep. and for singles even. We've got some resources for singles too. So, yes. Um, so, yes. So today's topic then, um, we've called it staying close in a time of social distancing because another thing that I read in the news is that there are divorce lawyers um, who apparently have already forecast a spike in splits They're later this year. They're a cheerful bunch, aren't they? I mean, okay, I don't know any divorce lawyers. I'm sure some of them are hilarious. I do know some very nice ones through uh, various... That is times. true. But, but you think, you know, if things weren't tough enough, say, oh, by the way, more of you will separate. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thank but you. But I suppose, I suppose the flip side is it's, it's alerting you to the fact that that might happen and therefore don't become complacent. So if you turn it on its okay. head, you can... I know what you mean, though. It's kind of, we've got enough stuff to contend with without having too much negativity so again it's always trying to find the good in this so we thought it would be a good thing to talk about we're already kind of noticing some things about Mm -hmm. just the whole you know news about coronavirus and what that means for us so we thought it would be good to have a think so here are some of the pressures that we have identified that couples will be experiencing first of all um, that we would have, you know, potentially we'll have different approaches to the crisis depending on our character. So, for example, um, I, I've i definitely found the whole idea of this quite difficult because I'm very much a people person. I, I you know, I, I sort of need company. Mm. I like time on my own. So it's not so much what you've got to do about it. You're actually saying that different, like in a, within a couple, the, the different couple will find it sort of... yeah. Will want to need to respond in a different way, and it's therefore being mindful of one another's response. Because I know mm. Nick, you were saying like you're thinking, oh, I've never had you know <laughs> so much time to think about, and obviously you'll still be working, but it does definitely give you more time to do some other things, and lots of yeah. you know events, things are cancelled, and so there's part of you that's thinking, I might have some breathing space. Yeah. So we're trying to be mindful definitely. of one another's. One of those things I do enjoy is actually being locked away on my own, much as I love you. <laughs> Um, just doing the sort of hobby stuff and stuff that that you you wouldn't enjoy and you wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, and there might be more time for that. <laughs> yeah. And one of those, I'm always, I'm always hankering for more time because life's very busy. Particularly, we've got teenage kids, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so it's the nature of the bit of life we're in. So although, obviously, I wouldn't for a second be thinking I'm glad that this is where we're at. Of course not. Yeah. But inevitably, that mix-up in terms of our weekly routine means. One one thing which potentially is positive for me is is just having a bit of time, not yeah. travelling to work every day. I'll be doing two, maybe three days a week um, in work. But I remember, I mean, just to give a you know our personal kind of com- well our conversation we had yesterday, and and you were saying, oh, it'd be great to have that extra time, and I'm saying, no, don't, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to have this extra time in one mm. respect. I kind of do, but I, you know, I kind of reacted against that a little bit. Yeah. But I understood where you were coming from, and I think the point. I thought it was worth mentioning because I thought, well, we're not going to be the only people that are going to have different feelings about it. So if you're feeling positive about it, then you're going to feel like you can cope with it more. Whereas I'm being really honest, but I've definitely found I felt quite emotional the last couple of days. And I know, you know, when you know people that are vulnerable and you worry about them. And so I think it's just being mindful of one another's responses Mm. and caring for each other in that response and supporting them. Um, 
So, I mean, I think the other thing is just the fact that we are different. You know, we're all different. We all have different characteristics, different um, responses to things in in life, how we are. And almost um, there's an increased exposure to the little irritations that we might feel sometimes. And most of the time you might just ignore them, something Mm -hmm. that your other half might do. But it's almost as though someone's put the spotlight on those things potentially when you're in close proximity for a prolonged period of time so again that's another thing to be mindful of and we're going to kind of respond to some of these things in a bit more detail about our thoughts around yeah, I'll that I'll stop butting in and you can finish the summary um, no that's fine um, the other thing of course is finances how is this impacting you with yeah. your finances and that's a huge worry and that again can put strain on a relationship yeah a lot of people are really in a really challenging situation aren't they with uncertainty financially about the future and work etc etc I mean yeah. and that's a lot of people yeah I mean it's yeah every other person you're speaking to if not more if you like yeah and whenever one or both people in a couple are under pressure and find anything stressful that puts pressure on the relationship yeah exactly so I think knowing it's important we know these things and almost call them out and there might be other things you'd add to this list I mean the other thing I've got on here is parenting as well um parenting together um Again, your if your kids, um, you know, are normally at school, and suddenly they're we're all under the same roof, and as a couple, dealing with your kids far more frequently than you before. If you're trying to work from home when the children are around, so all of these things are pressures that couples will be under, um, mm. and you know be dealing with um so yeah i think those are probably some of the main things yep. really yeah um, definitely so should we have a look at some of our kind of responses and thoughts yeah so it's not just yeah these are all the, <laughs> these these are the troubles yeah it's kind of let's let's look and unpick this a bit and get yeah. some sort of constructive feedback i mean the first thing probably right from the start is communication isn't it yeah the that there are challenges from that mix up in the normal routine like you might both be at home more they all these pressures and stuff so you have to have communication openness honesty yeah vulnerability between you when it's tough saying it's tough even if that makes it tough in the short term but you you need to talk about the stuff that's difficult and i i think as well it's it, yeah it is just being honest because for example it's not a big deal but i'll just go let's use our example of yesterday just to give some context when you said oh you know i'm quite looking forward to it and i i could have just said nothing but i kind of wanted to say well actually i'm finding it hard to sort of not being with people and yeah. being vocal about the things that you're things that you're going to enjoy but the things that you're going to find challenging and you're not dumping on each other either you're just or making a judgment on them you know it's not about judging one another for their differences or how they're coping with things it's just mm. being able to communicate and I think on that note in terms of how we talk to one another I think the thing that I I'm wanting to make sure that we're doing is talking in an us way and not a you way so you know yeah. this is something we are working out together and you're not saying well you're doing that and you're doing this and I don't like it it's we are we need to deal with this or we need to respond differently to this and just talking in a way that we're working through this together because yeah. we are you and know. particularly I guess a lot of couples have their routine and that routine generates space and, and all mm. that kind of stuff so you're going to have to find a, a new normal I mean that's the phrase I've, I've been chatting to a lot of students this week at school who are going to face working from home and saying, look, you need to find a new normal, a new healthy normal. Yeah. You need to set your alarm, get up and have some breakfast and then plan your day. And what are you going to do? Teachers communicating work and all that kind of stuff. But the bigger picture is everyone is going to have to find a new routine. And yeah. to be honest, at the minute, we just we don't quite know what that routine is going to look like, do no. we? For us personally, because Friday I was at work. 
Yeah. And suddenly, well, I will be at work on Monday, but the kids will be at home. Yeah. Which we weren't, we you know, a week ago. Wasn't thinking. the case, yeah. So, yeah, so we are going to form a new routine, which in itself will produce challenge. Yep, definitely. So communication is absolutely paramount, I'd say. And, you know, not making assumptions about what the other person might be thinking or feeling. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, if, if we do talk about stuff, um, that's so much better than letting things build up um, and there being a big explosion, like, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back where yeah. you suddenly get really frustrated. So, um, and on that note, I think the other thing is just to be patient with each other. Um, you know, that that if we're if we're doing things that are annoying the other person to try and be patient and we're not mm. going to get it right all the time, that is not how it is, you know. We're not going to just sail through this without anything happening. So, therefore, yep. be patient and, yep. and kind. Um what have we got next? Um, kindness. How many times have we mentioned kindness yeah, in the kindness podcast? Is such a good word. It's one of those sort of values, isn't it? But mm. you think in all things, okay, put your partner first. How can I be kind? Yeah. You know, that mindset of thinking, right, let's try and see this through your partner's eyes. Yeah. What are the challenges your partner is facing? And um, not to judge whether they should or shouldn't feel that way. Look, that's how they do. That's how they react. That's who they are. Yeah. So what? how can you be um, responsible? As in, how can you re- respond in a way that's positive and kind? How mm. can you be caring for one another? I think as well, if you're, if you're doing that, if you're, for example, if there are things that you're finding irritating and maybe you've talked about them, but they, they're happening and that's just the way it's, it's going. But almost to combat that, to try and notice the kind things that your other half does as well and tell them you know and say I really appreciated that that was really mm. kind I never get tired of that kind of thing you know <laughs> um, I genuinely don't if, if I if I'm you know people notice something I've done and they say thank you you know it, it makes you feel valued and, and yeah. appreciated so it's good to do that and I think whatever kind of person you are we all need to feel valued to some extent or another yeah definitely and it's it's easy to think that and not vocalize it because you're right it does have a huge impact i mean i got a a thank you card from one of my year 13 physics students on friday oh it was so lovely that's so thoughtful isn't it amidst like she's got this turmoil that she just found out two days ago she might she won't have exams but we don't quite know what's going to be done and will she go to university and what's her place and all that kind of stuff and um and then she wrote a teacher a card saying thank you i really appreciate what you've done and actually, she's somebody you said is quite quiet in your class. And yeah. it was just yeah, so... Yeah, and it was really nice. And so, yeah, just showing appreciation. Actually, I mean, we're talking about one another, but it's the sort of thing where, you know, there is a lot of kindness going on around at the moment and showing appreciation mm. to each other is, is, a, is a really important thing um, throughout the whole of this period of time. So now yeah, you've touched yeah. on some of this a bit already, Nick, haven't you? But the working from home, managing parenting, what this might look like, you know. Yeah, I suppose... A big picture is, again, it's, there's a break of routine. It's new challenges. So those with kids, them being at home for potentially, well, who knows, 12 weeks, three months, five months. Schools may not open till September. So suddenly parenting um, has is brought up to a new level, isn't it? Yeah. Not only have you got the challenge of your kids are being around all the time. And we all know that feeling when they've been around for six weeks at the end of the summer holidays and you think, it's good they're going back to school and we could be six months till they're going back to school so um absolutely having kids around all the time will bring about challenge so what are we do so what are we doing about that do you think what do you think is i the... haven't got a clue no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well things you like being joking um yeah i mean being a united front is really important isn't it absolutely yeah. supporting one another 
and trying to be consistent, yet being open and honest about when things don't go well, um, giving your kids a bit more space, but I think encouraging them to have routine as well. I know we've yeah. mentioned it already, but I think... A new rhythm, a, I think, is yeah, a good a new way rhythm. of putting it. A new rhythm for each day. Yeah, because they will get rattier than they would do normally and they will get frustrated and all that kind of stuff. So um, definitely being patient, being kind, working together and trying to trying to view it through their eyes as well and think, what, yeah. what you know... Their, their reaction is in part going to be in response to the challenge they're facing. And I think that with that rhythm, it's important. I do think it's important for, for, for all of us to have a little bit of structure. And I know that's something I personally feel like I, I need a little bit of that with everything changing in this way. Yeah. But for example, one of the things we've said to our kids is that they need to have half an hour outside at some point because um, we want them to make sure that they are yeah. actually getting some exercise and getting some vitamin D from the sunshine. I and, know, we had a bit of know, sort of creative like thought right actually look we still got a trampoline in the garden <laughs> particularly will our son you know get out there and, and do it and i thought well you might have some skipping ropes as well let's let's get active yeah. and saying to our kids look you're going to have to get outside half an hour a day minimum something whatever it is let's get the bikes out the shed and and sort something out and i i'm really aware as we say this we are really fortunate because we have bikes and a shed and a garden and a trampoline and lots of people don't have those things and for them, it will be it will be more challenging, and you're going to have to yeah. really think creatively. And I think creative thinking and all of this, you know, is something that we're all going to need to do. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think thing to do is think about rhythm and a pattern. So there's an expect sense of expectation yeah. from from the kids as well. Um, and obviously, Nick, one of the things we've said as a solution, which we've already actually talked about, so won't go into it too much detail but again this idea of carving out time to do things that you enjoy so yeah. for us to have maybe time when i'm i don't know sort of i'm just reading a book or something and you're yeah. having time doing music or and i think it's really important to recognize that actually if you're a couple and uh when you're married or or just living together and you're in a house together it's actually important to recognize that wanting time apart even within the house is absolutely fine mm. you know if you want to read a book and I'm not that interested or whatever and you think no I'm just going to be upstairs for an hour give me some space and peace I want to read this and I don't want to chat you about anything it's actually it's, it's fine it's a good thing it's not yeah. a sign oh there must be a problem with the relationship because you want time apart you know that's fine me wanting to do some stuff in the studio or do some music or watch some stuff on TV that doesn't interest you at all um, but you know that that's mm. absolutely fine I think a lot of people think almost feel like we're well, they have to sort of pretend they want to be with each other all the time and feel guilty if they think, well, actually, I'd like to do this alone now. Yeah. And that's that's fine. That's part of relationship. I was reflecting in a funny way. It's almost some of the challenges are similar to what people would face when they retire. Yeah. When you've a massive shift and change of routine and coming out of work and suddenly a couple's being together all the time. Some people find it really hard. Yeah. Um, and others don't. Yeah. But I think it's because there's a change of gear, change of routine. So if you're um, retired, listen to this, then let us know. Yeah, <laughs> Give us you your are. tips, your tell advice. Us, tell us what happened when you retired and what yeah. are the things that really work for you? Because actually yeah. we could learn a lot from that. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And, Thank you very much. And <laughs> the other thing that I've just thought of as well is this whole thing about time apart and time together. Um, one is if you're, if you're both working from home, um, obviously, again, if it allows, find your own separate space perhaps to work or 
or at least a, a working area, particularly if you've got kids around, to try and, and maybe take it in turns. But just think again about how that balance of time works. Mm. But I was thinking about when you're, you know, when we're at work each day and we don't see each other in the day, you, you know, you look forward to seeing one another, one another in the evening. And partly yeah, I am looking yeah. forward to being able to have lunch with you and you being around for some of the week. I know you're at school for some of the time. So that is a real bonus. That would be a lovely thing. But equally, it's then, I think, setting aside maybe still having a Saturday night that feels like a Saturday night and making a bit of a date night if it doesn't sound too cheesy. You know what I mean? Well, like last night, for example, we thought, well, look, we're... um we're not going to go out anywhere and we're not going to be able to go out anywhere. Yeah. In is the new out, isn't it? In is the new out. Actually, why don't we smarten up a bit? Yeah, especially you, Nick. I mean, frankly, I'd well, thought that yes. most of the day. Most of the around. week, honestly. But it's important because part of what you really enjoy, I mean, you always look beautiful, but you, you really enjoy taking care <laughs> in your everyone's appearance. Everyone's up now. And, and your clothes and the stuff you wear and things like that and thought, well, just because we're in, don't have to just have a T-shirt and a hoodie. Yeah, I definitely felt like I wanted to just, I, you know, it was my birthday the other week and I, mm. I got something new and I thought, I'm going to wear that tonight because we'd been for a run and I just thought, do you know what, I'm going to wear it because... And I put on a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, all those yeah. things. But I, but equally, it doesn't matter what you wear for those things. All I'm saying is almost separate out some time that you think this is going to be a bit of a date night, let's make it. Or maybe it's a particular family movie time that you do on a Friday evening. Stick to some of the routines that you always do anyway to yeah. try and yeah. help during that time to give a sense of normality. But yeah, I think just give a sense of expectation to each other. And the other thing I would say is um, is trying to, this is, I've learned this to my own, at my own peril. Is that Your the right phrase? Yes, that's it. Um, <clears throat> just looking at the news just before bed last night, and we'd had a really nice evening when we hadn't thought about coronavirus. And then I had a quick look at the news and then I just felt really quite low again. And we genuinely had such a nice evening with the kids watching a film together and uh, and thinking, oh, that's really, you know, like seeing the increase yeah. in deaths and blah, blah, blah. And I just think probably the thing to do is is pick your time when you're going to read out read about the news and you know, just choose that time so that yep. it doesn't then spoil time yeah. that you've had. I'm not yeah. saying it's spoiled the evening, but I just, I, I spoiled time for myself at the very end. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's choosing um, when you engage mm. with it. And because naturally you empathise with things, don't you? You see stuff on the news that's challenging or sad yeah. and you empathise with what you see and it changes your mood. So yeah. it's just choosing when and where. And then I guess we've talked about this a little bit, but I, I definitely think finding your routine we've put ultimately... Find a routine means you're being intentional. So be intentional in this time. Don't yeah. wait for things to go wrong. <laughs> you know, look for opportunities to create a really good environment for you to grow together. Um, you know, that's that's what we would hope for for us, that we'll mm. learn new things about each other. In fact, Nick didn't know I was going to be so scared of the dog this morning, did you? That was a new... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, I was, mean, it doesn't sound that odd dog, when you think there's an angry dog running across a field and there's nowhere to escape because you're in the middle of a field going for a jog <laughs> and he's running towards you barking. I mean, looking back now, I can. you had every right to be a little bit freaked out. But by you it. weren't freaked out and I was and I think that was the thing. So yeah. yes, we learned something about yeah, each other. So, right. you know, so yeah, learn new things and celebrate those things as well and find times to celebrate as well yes. in the midst of it all. Um, and um, as well as say being intentional making plans find a you know find a system that works for you just one last thing so i realize we're 
we're kind of getting to the end now. Um, but this is an interesting time because I think people become quite reflective. And I don't know whether our listeners are spiritual or not or whether they reflect on on what's happening in that sort of way. But there are huge amounts of resources that seem to be available to comfort, to reassure mm. people during this time, particularly those who've got mental health issues and so on. And actually, it's going to be a challenge for us all. We're all going to have a sense of perhaps worry and anxiety. And I, I've noticed there's a lot of stuff that the church is doing that, as in I say, the church nationally, all sorts of churches and other yeah. organisations too. Yeah. But I've seen quite a lot of stuff on Facebook and that sort there's, of thing. You're right, actually. There's lots of organisations are thinking, well, how can we do stuff? So, yeah, churches, I think partly as well, because churches can't meet on Sundays, they're thinking, well, what should we do? But like the National Theatre, for example, haven't they put all like some... Oh, yeah. Well, well there's the Wind in the Willows. Um, is You can watch that. Um, and there's the, also the Shakespeare. Theater, but the, the theater yeah, oh yeah, the, the actual theatre musical. You National theatre. You can watch that. And the other thing is Shakespeare's um, Shakespeare Globe, Company. If you're the into Globe. that kind of thing, might not be everyone's cup of tea. But I just noticed a few things that had come up, and I thought, yeah, and yeah. I think more of those things will crop up, and, and that's another way of being intentional and thinking. Well, let's do this together as a couple yeah. or family if it suits the kids and those kind of things. Well. We've said enough, I think, haven't we? Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I think we've said plenty. Yeah, you're not allowed to cough, are you? That always makes people worry. <clears throat> well, it's okay because we're on a podcast. It's me that should be worrying in this little yeah. studio. No, oh, well, too no. late. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really conscious that we <laughs> we probably haven't had as much banter this week. But, um, you know, it's uh, yeah. more reflective, isn't it? Yes, and we'll see you in a fortnight and see what shape the world looks in them. But do email us. We'd love to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, um, at gmail.com. And uh, check out the Marriage Week website, whoever you are, single, yeah, in a relationship or married, yeah, have a look. Absolutely. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>